0: Change Nation, and welcome to our podcast. We're a nation of do-gooders and world benders who are crazy enough to believe that we can change the world with for-profit, for-purpose impact businesses. So listen in as we get to the bottom of how you can make a dollar and a difference as a social entrepreneur.
1: Inhibition, celebration, it surrounds us. Every nation, all around us, sing forever
0: well hey change nation and welcome to today's podcast that is one of my favorite songs always really has been so just uh you know really excited to have that as our intro music to to bring us in to the social change nations podcast i'm gonna go ahead and just jump right in uh, to today's podcast because i am Super excited for what we're doing today. This is the first time that we've ever done this. I mean, those of you who've been tuning in with us for a long time, you know, we started as an an interview podcast. We still do interviews once in a while. Then I moved to more of a solo show where I focused on teaching you some lessons. We're trying something today where I'm actually doing a live show. We have several folks from the Social Change Nation community, a few of them live on call here, and then a couple who have asked questions on the Facebook group. And so I'm just going to run right through and answer some questions on that. And then at the end of this call, I want you to stay tuned all the way through because at the end, I'm gonna bring on our chief marketeer, Ashley Neese. You've probably interacted with her in either the Facebook group or via email or or something else along those lines. And she's amazing and so for the first time ever, we're gonna have her live on the show with us and she's gonna be talking about some real special stuff that she's up to that I think will really help you out. So definitely stay tuned to the end and listen into that. But now, let's go ahead and break in and let's answer some questions from the audience about just things that we're struggling with in terms of of running impact businesses that make a dollar and a difference. And so I'm going to go ahead and start with our first guest. Joe has has graciously agreed to jump on the call today and ask us a question. Joe Hicks, you've probably seen him involved in the Facebook group. He's come in just really recently to Social Change Nation and has been an absolute rock star. So Joe, go ahead and unmute yourself and let's go ahead and, and get this conversation started, man. Great. Hey,
1: Josh, uh, Ashley, can you guys hear me okay?
0: Yeah, Joe. You're coming in great, man.
1: Oh, this is awesome. Hey, thanks so much for for putting this uh, Google Hangout together and answering questions. Um, I just had a real, real brief question. Sure. Um, you know, I, te- I teach business uh, at the college level and today's student is really socially minded. and And what I've noticed is a lot of, a lot of my students really, they really do want to make it a, a dollar and a difference. And I want to encourage that as much as I can. But, you know, I, I guess one of the things that, that I've always um, noticed in business is it, it tends to be a common strategy to just provide a low cost product or service. Mm-hmm. And when you're when you're using um, or, or when you're taking advantage of the opportunity to uh, to basically charge a little bit more for your product in or or your service in order to uh to exact some change uh in a a social for a social cause i think that's a huge opportunity for business and for the students um so it, it begs the question though what's the best marketing tactic that i could use to to convince people to pay a little bit more for our products and service so so that we can stop being involved in this race to the bottom with our prices and become uh, profitable and make a bigger impact on on uh, social causes that we support.
0: Yeah, awesome, Joe. A- amazing question, and one that definitely a lot of social entrepreneurs have. You know, as I've talked with a lot of you out there, a, a lot of you have talked about this this balancing act between making a dollar and a difference and that being one of your biggest challenges. So Joe, let's let's talk about your question in a couple of ways. So the first thing that, you know, before we even get into strategies around this, I just wanna talk about some trends and some data that, you know, are really, really good for us. So uh, around the lines of social entrepreneurship, you know, you're talking about how do you, obviously, you know, when you add this social component into your business, that can potentially be an additional cost. You might have to charge higher prices, that kind of thing, right? So how do you balance that? Well, first of all, the, the waves are really moving in our direction in the sense that there, there are tons of data. And I'm talking, I mean, major publications on this, you know, Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc. Magazine, big studies by, you know, centers for entrepreneur, like big centers for entrepreneurship have all really come to the same conclusion. And that conclusion is that consumers and millennials especially are known to do a few things. They're known to, number one, pay more. For products and services that they know are provided by businesses that have a positive social impact on the world. Number two, we also know, and again, you can look this up. There's lots of data and studies to back this up. We know that if you stack two equal quality products in front of today's consumer, one where the business has demonstrated their social contribution and another where they haven't, the consumers will go with that social good product all day long and twice on Sundays. I mean, you, you can really see that all across the board with a lot of businesses. And again, especially we're seeing millennial consumers behave in that way. A couple of other statistics that we see out there. Millennials are actually known to take a pay cut to work for companies that they really, that companies that have done a good job of showing that they're committed to a deeper purpose, some kind of a social purpose. You know, so those trends are all moving in our direction. But Joe, to real directly answer your question, you know, you're in the classroom, you're talking to these students. The question is, how do they... Then connect with these consumers, these cause-minded consumers, right? So the first and most important piece is you have to work with those students, and this goes for anybody that that I talk to trying to start an impact business or a social entrepreneur's business. They have to develop a, a why, an authentic why, that has deep meaning for them. So in other words, As they're crafting this business they can't just be jumping on this cause-based marketing train because they see all of these statistics that won't work because millennials are really good at sniffing out the fakers right the people who are just they see this marketing advantage and so they jump on the social good train that doesn't work you have to talk with your students and help them get in touch with why they want to have a social mission to their business and what i find is that the most genuine and authentic ventures they have some kind of a personal experience in their background that has led them to really want to tackle a major social problem. Um, So I'll give you a few examples. Uh, One of my favorite companies, Mission Belt, they sell men's belts. I wear their belts all the time. They have a really unique zip technology on their belts, but... These guys that founded the company, they were really impacted by going to Central America and seeing a lot of individuals, one individual in particular they'd spent a lot of time with, who was extremely talented, but just lacked some capital to start a business that he really wanted to because of some fundamental challenges in that country, right? So they wanted to start a business that also then helped empower other entrepreneurs. So with Mission Belt, for every belt they sell, they give a dollar to Kiva. Kiva is one of the largest micro-lending organizations in the world. So in other words, they go and make loans in places where $100 can make the difference between someone being able to start a business and create a successful life for their family versus living on less than a dollar a day, right? So Kiva is doing some great work already to empower entrepreneurs around the world, and Mission Belt is doing a great job of supporting that and growing the Kiva mission. But the whole reason that Mission Belt does this is because that is a centerpiece of you know, that whole experience that the founder had, that's where his heart is at. And you see it woven through his entire brand, so there's really no doubt that that's authentic. Another example, listen headphones. Talk about them a lot, just got a major deal with Delta Airlines. They, uh, for every pair of headphones they sell, they give it a set of hearing aids and a hearing exam to a child in need. I listen to, I'm listen. i listening on Nama right now. <laughs> I use their headphones all the time. But the, the point of that is, The founder, Bridget Hilton, we'd actually had her on an interview for a podcast uh, when we just started out. She has a huge passion for music. She loves it. She's been involved with bands since she was a kid, and it's just very, very deeply ingrained in that. I mean, this is near and dear to her heart. And when she saw a YouTube video of someone hearing for the first time, that really, really struck her because music had been so important to her, and it really struck her that so many people could be without hearing for no other reason than... The countries that they were in or the environments that they were in just, you know, lacked the resources, didn't have the connections, whatever, to get them the hearing aids that could help them hear. And she thought that was a grave injustice, and so she did something about it. So she started a great company that makes amazing headphones and also gives back, but that was deeply personal to her. And so that, Joe, really is the biggest thing that I would talk to your students about is find out what is deeply meaningful to them. What are the seeds of their why? Why? and then help them nurture that why and grow that into their company. And that's really where I would begin and that's where I begin with all my students. So awesome, awesome question, Joe. Well, let me, I have another uh, guest on the call, Linda, but let me, before I get to Linda, let me just go ahead. I wanna answer, let's see, one question because I do wanna answer the questions that came in on the Facebook group. So let's talk through one of those real quick. So Kathy Wong on Facebook asks, you know, talking about how to choose the best channels to scale Um, You know, in other words, and and Kathy is a student of ours, so talking about we have limited time, right, limited resources. So how do you choose the best channels, whether online, marketing, whatever, to try and scale your business? And so, you know, Kathy, you you and I have chatted a lot about this. and, And the short answer to your question is you need to find those one or two channels that you can put focused intensity on, especially in your earliest days. So, it's very easy out there. I mean, everyone will tell you you need to be on every social media platform. You need to be all over the place, right? Well, if you try to do that, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're not really going to pull any one of them off very well. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, I mean, who knows what else, right? There's a new one every day. If you're all over the place like that, you're not really going to hit any one of them very well. So what I always recommend you do is take two, three months and you probably need to test the waters a little bit. So, you know, dip your toes in all of them. Fine. Try all of them for two, three months. Then take a good hard look. Figure out which channels, you know, what are the one to two channels that are performing the best for you? Figure that out and then put some focused intensity on those two. Now, I'll give you an example. In my case, we were all over at first. You know, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of those. We were all over those things. But, you know, we did that for way too long. And then we finally figured out that we were just, we weren't really any good on any one of these. We were just kind of, you know, mediocre. Our presence was mediocre on all these platforms and all these channels. But when we actually looked at the numbers, we found out that Facebook and Instagram were really where people were engaging with us at the highest level. And so what we did, we paused all those other channels. I haven't been on my Twitter account hardly ever over the last, really the last year. You know, Ashley's great. She's been helping me out a little bit with that. But, but really, Ashley and I made a conscious decision to stay off that and to just really fo- put focused intensity on Instagram and Facebook, and that's really moved the needle on what we're doing. Now, that doesn't mean that Facebook and Instagram are going to be the channels for you, but it does mean that finding that one, or those one or two channels that you can put focused intensity on that's going to take your business a long way in the right direction. So thanks for the question, Kathy. All right. Well, Linda, let's go ahead and get to you. I'm going to unmute you. Hopefully you may need to unmute yourself, Linda. Yeah. I think you're going to have to unmute. You. There you go. We got you. Oh, And I just muted you. So that was my fault. <laughs> Linda, I'll have you unmute yourself again. Sorry about that. Okay. There we go. Linda, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Josh. It's great to be on this call with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so glad to have you here. Thanks for jumping on short notice. I know we we just started talking in the Facebook group like early this afternoon. So, way to be a trooper.
1: So. Right. No worries. It's my pleasure, <laughs> and I really, really appreciate all the work that you and the team are doing to really empower um, social
2: entrepreneurs out there. It's great.
0: Yeah, well, well, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is what I love doing and just really appreciate that. That means a lot to hear that and have you say that. Well, let's go ahead and jump in. Linda, I know, I know you have a question, and I know what it is, but not everyone else does. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and uh, let me know what's, what's the question that's, that's really getting to you right now.
1: So my question is, what are some of the strategies you would recommend to acquire new clients that become loyal for an online-based impact business? With so many different channels to do this, what are your most recommended channels?
0: On that, yeah, great question. Linda, I'm gonna keep you on for just one more second. And I, I know I saw your question in Facebook. Can you Do you know what your online business is right now? Or generally, do you know what market you'd like to be in?
1: Yes, I do. Um, so I'm targeting uh, fair trade buyers um, okay. on a B2C basis. Fair. so the end consumer not wholesale.
0: Okay, got it. Fair trade buyers on a on a business to consumer basis, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, thank thanks a lot for that question, Linda, so that that gets me gets me what I need to know. And so we kind of started answering this question with Kathy's question. And I would really, you know, answer your question in a similar way, but the first thing, you know, you've given us a little information in terms of your targeting fair trade buyers and so that's that's a great example and I think this will extend on Kathy's question in a great way because you know Linda you had asked me what I think would be the best channels for you well <laughs> the short answer is I don't know because it does depend on your industry but the good news is um, that in your industry, there are undoubtedly channels that there are heavily that they are heavily engaged in. But the thing that you want to do is you want to be able to find, again, those one or two channels where people are really heavily engaged in your world. And so let me kind of give you some examples on that. What I think you'd want to do some investigating in, and really I come back to this two to three month rule for everybody. I had to do, well, I made a mistake. I did this for way too long. I, for like eight, nine months, I was dipping my feet in all kinds of different social, all different channels, way too many channels, I could never really, I was just scratching the surface of every single one of them, right. So I don't recommend you do that. But I do recommend you kind of check out a variety of different channels over the course of about two to three months, and make that your goal, you know, I'm gonna look at these for two to three months. And then at the end of those three months, I'm gonna take a good hard look at the kind of engagement I got to of be off of each one of these channels. So in your case, linda with these with these fair trade buyers you know there are a couple examples a couple channels for those two three months this is where i'd kind of dip my toes in the water right so the first thing i would do is i would try to find some linkedin groups um i'm i'm certain that there are some linkedin groups around this issue and so i would try to search those those groups and if you haven't done that before, it's pretty straightforward. Just jump on LinkedIn. Uh, well, they keep changing stuff with LinkedIn. But if you go to the main search page and, and you know, put group in the title or you should be able to switch the search parameter to group, but then look for, you know, a group like Fairtrade Buyers or something like that. And I try to get involved in, uh, you know, two or three of them um, and then start, some, start having some conversations, you know, see the information that's in there. I would also check around on Facebook, see what's going on there. Um, I would jump onto Pinterest as well and see if there are, you know, some companies that would be really I mean that's, you know, Pinterest is really kind of the craft movement. So I would wager and there are a lot of companies getting on there by the way. So I'd wager there are a lot of companies wanting to, you know, get into this space, connect with consumers, that kind of thing. So I'd get in there a little bit, just at the very least to learn about the conversations that are going on in the world. Even Twitter, you know, there's probably some hashtags around it. Um, and there again, that's why I was asking about your specific industry, because that's key, right? I mean, you wanna find the, the hashtags that are specific to your industry. So for example, for me with social entrepreneurship, well, for all of us really, right? There's a big hashtag, uh, it's just hashtag SoCent, S-O-C-E-N-T. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of the conversation that's going on around our issue area. Um, And so, Linda, your, you know, hashtag, I don't know, it might be just hashtag fair trade, but bottom line, you know, in that two to three month period where you're kind of dabbling and just really information gathering, I would follow some of those Twitter conversations. Um, There's a really good app, by the way, called TweetDeck. It's just TweetDeck.com. It's free. I think Twitter actually provides it where you can literally, you can create these columns with different Twitter hashtags. So you could just go in. I used to do this. You know, I'd go in every two, three days. I'd look at all the different conversations that were going on around the hashtag SoSent, the hashtag Social Entrepreneurship, the hashtag Social Good, that kind of thing. So I definitely recommend doing that. You know, get TweetDeck, um, and it's literally just T-W-E-E-T-D-E-C-K, uh, com and Ashley, if you'll help me remember, let's get that in the show notes. Click, you know, do that, and then and then find some of those hashtag conversations on Twitter that are going on, and follow those. Just check in on those, you know, every other day or so for about two three months. Um, that'll tell you a lot there, and it'll also tell you whether or not Twitter is a platform you need to stay engaged on. But the good news is, all those conversations, you're going to kind of figure out. You know, even though they're talking about it on Twitter, you're going to find out where the conversations are really happening. So they might link to a Facebook page or a LinkedIn page or a Pinterest page, something like that. The last thing that I would say to you, Linda, and this is, you know, definitely true for you as well, Kathy, because I know your business very well. If we're just looking at this objectively in terms of what channels are, are the best to be involved in, I can tell you that Instagram engagement and Facebook group engagement is through the roof compared to anything else right now. Now, that's very general. That's not going to necessarily be true for every industry, but I'm only telling you that to say that those are two that you absolutely should investigate um, and see what's going on in your niche. But again, just to put a bow on this, I would spend two to three months just kind of, you know, dipping your toe in the water of all those different social media platforms, all those different channels, and then make it a goal. At the end of those three months, you cap it. And you look at the numbers, you look at the engagement, you look at the result, you look at, and you'll kind of know in your gut. I'm not saying you have to do a statistical analysis, but you know, sit at that point and, and commit yourself to deciding the one to two channels that you're really going to put the focused intensity on and then put focused intent. In other words, like you pause everything else. And that's what we did at Social Change Nation. We paused everything else. And it was just Facebook and Instagram. That was all we did because we realized those were the channels where we were going to get the most. We we're going to move the needle the most and make the biggest impact. Right. Because that's that's what this is really about. Um, but that's that's a point for you, Linda, is once you've tested the waters, you hit pause on all the other ones and then you decide on the one or two that you're going to put focused intensity on do that for about 3-4 months and then you you know you need to double check and make sure that these are still moving the needle for you if they're not you can readjust but if they are you know you can continue doubling down if you don't do that if you if you try to focus on like you know the 10 different channels that everyone tells you you need to be in you're just you're not going to move forward fast enough and you'll crush yourself under the weight of that and i have seen that happen time and time and time again so focused intensity when it comes to what channels to dig into that's the most important thing so all right linda thanks thanks for your question uh, and michelle will be getting right to you i just want to jump on one more facebook question real quick here i believe tracy larson last there she is okay yep so tracy larson last uh she's been involved in social change nation for quite a while she asked a question on facebook and she asked what i i feel is just a great question that applies to so many of us as social entrepreneurs and especially to Tracy and I'll tell you why in a minute. But Tracy's question is this. Tracy asks, how do you stay tenacious when breaking down silos and monopolies? And so I know where Tracy's question is coming from. Um, Tracy runs a site called fired.com. Um, and Ashley there again, help me remember, we'll we'll link to everyone's uh, you know sites that wants to wants to share it. And, uh, you know, so we'll link to that and and anyone else's site here in the group. We'd love to link to you uh, who are guests. Um, But anyway, Tracy's site is FireEd.com. And Tracy has spent the last couple of decades working passionately with all her heart to make preventable fires a thing of the past. And to be honest with you, when Tracy approached me, I mean, I had no idea about this problem. But when you look at the numbers, the number of fire deaths, fire injuries, burns that occur uh, across the world, but especially in North America... It's staggering, staggering and it's so easily pre- prevented with the right kind of education. but the challenge is that especially where Tracy's in Canada and especially there, there are these entrenched entrenched interests within the fire services, within the government, within a lot of nonprofits even that you know are just so used to doing things in a particular way that's not working by the way the statistics the statistics show that, but they're just so, Entrenched in that, that Tracy's really had to push against that. And more generally, for us as social entrepreneurs, by the way, I think when we talk about silos and monopolies, a lot of what we're trying to do, even though a lot of us are running for profit companies, we are kind of coming into things that have typically been done by nonprofits, right? And so we're going to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> uh, that's, just, that's just the reality, you know, for a lot of us. Not all of us, but a lot of us, we're going to ruffle some feathers. I know, I know I have. And so, you know, that's going to be a part of our struggle. And so, Tracy, to answer your question, how do you stay tenacious when you're breaking down silos and monopolies or just old ways of doing things, right? How do you stay tenacious? Well, I think it comes back, you know, Joe, to your question. That's why I think your why, you know, your heart in this, that's why it's so important. Because you have to keep that front and center in your mind. Why are you doing this? You're going to run into some obstacles. You're going to get your nose bloodied. You're going to have people slam doors in your face. It's going to happen. So why do you keep doing it? Where's your heart in this? And you got to know that and be intimately acquainted with it. Because that's what gets you through every day. And by the way, that, when you go into a room with people who are, you know, just, Stuffed up with entrenched interests and old fashioned ways of doing things. When you go in with that authentic heart and that authentic why, people are going to smell your passion. And, you know, yeah, there are some people you're never going to be able to convince, and that's fine. But you're going to be able to move the ones that will be moved with your passion, with your why, with your heart. So you got to keep that, you got to always keep that front and center. And I'll go ahead and just tell you right now, I mean, my why, because (laughs) Believe me, I've gotten my nose bloody. Believe me, I've been in those rooms where it's the old-fashioned views that I was trying to, trying to crush through. Well, you know, my why, first and foremost, is, is uh, this might sound cliched and cheesy, but it's true, it's all of you. I, I mean, I get up every day because I love inspiring and teaching. And I fully and, and completely with every fiber of my being believe that this movement we're a part of is completely transforming business for good. And the businesses that don't jump on board in five to 10 years, they will fail. I totally believe. And if they don't jump on board in the right way, right? They just can't, you know, kind of fake it. They got to jump on board authentically. And if they don't, I think they're going to fail. That is what I truly believe about this movement. And the more people I can bring into that, the better. That's what gets me up every day. That's, That's my why. That is what keeps me moving. Because this is a generational shift in the way that business is done. And I have that in my heart. And I mean, you can hear I'm on fire with it, right? And remembering that. And keeping that front and center every day through every conversation, through every rejection, through every no, whatever, that's what keeps me going. And Tracy, that is how you stay tenacious. You just always keep your why close at heart and be passionate about it. So, and that's easy to do, by the way, when you're really in the deep well of your why, when you're in something that truly lights your fire. <laughs> this is easy. But, you know, you do have to be a little deliberate about just always remembering it because those days can get tough when you get tons of nose and you're running into all the old-fashioned ways of doing things and all that so anyway great question Tracy all right Michelle you'll be our final question on the call today so I'm <laughs> super stoked to get to you go ahead and you can unmute yourself and how you doing today Michelle
2: I'm excellent, Josh. Thank you so much for having me on the call. I'm very excited to be on it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> another one here, you were so gracious and generous. This was this was short notice. I know it's something I'd been wanting to do for a while, but just got kind of a wild hair to put it all together. And you jumped on uh, right at the spur of the moment. So really appreciate that.
2: Absolutely. Um, I, I believe in what you're doing uh, 100%. And so uh, it, it's my pleasure.
0: Yeah. Well, well thank you, Michelle. And, and, and likewise, in what you're doing, I've I've loved getting to know about what you're up to over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, just excited to have you on and, and chat through your questions. So I'll let you take it away with your question and feel free, give us a little bit about what you're up to. I think that's an important part of your question as well.
2: Absolutely. So um, I have, with, my, with the help of my partner, my business partner, uh, we are creating a social entrepreneurship that is intended to help adults with ADHD in the workforce. It's very much three legged. So we're um, targeting the adults with ADHD that are currently in the workforce that have been diagnosed later in life and that have not been given formal coping mechanisms. Um, Second leg, we are um, targeting that high school junior to senior that is actually trying to put together their life, um, their life's plan. So most, uh, most kids in the U.S., um, as well as uh, other parts of the de- developed world, go on to university of some sort after um, high school. And for the ADHD person, that can be present itself very various challenges. And um, as I like to remind people, just because you graduated high school, you don't graduate from ADHD. So um, we want to do this very positively. We want to be a resource that can show all of the positive things that come along with ADHD and just allow for our members to accept the negatives and say, okay, you know, that's just a negative part of my life. That's all right. We're going to work, you know, find some workarounds with that. And let's really hone in on what the positive, uh, or the positive that comes out of the ADHD and the individual. And that does vary quite a bit. Um, so my question is, um, oh, and the third leg, uh, not to, you know, not to forget about that, and and it's also very important, is going into different parts of the world and to the corporations that are employing these adults with ADHD and actually educating these corporations on how to manage their adults with ADHD in the workforce. In the United States alone, that's 5% of the workforce, which is presenting itself to be about 10 million people. Um, so there is a lot of people out there that need this, that require this, and that we you know want to remove the stigma of ADHD and to show and let it all shine in the light of what it is. And that's just a faster forward thinking, more so than a disability of cognition. Um, so going into my question, I'm sorry, I'm long winded. Don't worry. Um, my, my question is, um, I am an adult with ADHD. I have gone through the woes of this. So I, my heart and soul is into this. But I find myself second guessing myself or even being asked, how do I price this profitably without being perceived as someone trying to profit on someone's personal woes?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and thanks so much for that that question, Michelle. And and likewise I've I've so loved getting to know your mission over the last few weeks. And that's one thing I love most, by the way, about what we do up here at Social Change Nation, or or just being involved with this personally, is there are so many social issues out there and so many passionate social change agents out there around issues that, that honestly, I, you know, I, I knew the term ADHD. I didn't realize how... Uh, massive an impact and how many people were affected by it. And so, you know, raising my awareness around that and and us as a community raising each other's awareness about these things, I think that's one of the most powerful things that happens here at Social Change Nation. So just really appreciate that first and foremost. Now, to answer your question, Michelle, the first thing I I would say, you know, to you and to those of you tuning in is that I know because I've had lots of conversations with you, I know that Michelle's question resonated with you, Uh, lots of you. All of you probably. Uh, I, I know that this is a challenge that we all face. I've faced it. I, to be completely upfront and transparent, I face it currently in a lot of ways with, with what we're launching with the Impact Business Bootcamp, right? Like, you know, I, I know that what we're doing is a good thing. And I know it's gonna be great to bring a lot of people into it. But, you know, where we're, a lot of us uh, myself included, we come from the nonprofit space, right? We come from a background where we kind of had this leeriness about charging money. Um, and, and even if we didn't come from that, we just kind of naturally as humans, we have that. Uh, you know, one of the, one of my favorite mentors, he always puts it this way, he says, you know, Mama always told us not to talk to strangers and not to ask people for money. <laughs> then we started a business and we need to talk to strangers and we need to ask people for money, right? <laughs> so that's a big challenge. And so it's a challenge we all face, and it's especially hard. It's it's hard in traditional entrepreneurship, it's especially hard in social entrepreneurship. But the answer to your question, Michelle, is that as we keep our why near and dear to our heart, we've also got to remember, you know, so if our why is near and dear to our heart, we know that we are are doing the right thing and we're pursuing this in a way to make the biggest impact on. The biggest and best impact on the largest number of people. We know that in our heart. So then we've got to kind of bring that into our head. And as we're thinking about how do we charge profitably, how do we price profitably, that kind of thing, you know, we've got to, first of all, overcome the psychological game of, you know, if we can run a sustainable business, we've got to remember that we've got to run a sustainable business in order to impact all the lives that we want to impact. You know, Michelle, you mentioned it. I mean, uh, 10 million people at least affected by, I think you were just talking about in the workforce, 10 million people affected by ADHD. That's 10 million lives you could have an impact on. But the only way that you're going to have an impact on them, not the only, but the main way you could have an impact on them as a social entrepreneur is to create a business that sustainably impacts their lives, that allows you every day to impact more and more and more and more lives. And the only way to do that is to create a sustainable business. And so remembering that with your head makes it easier when you really get down to the math and the mechanics of creating a profitable business. And so I find, you know, that for most people, it's that psychological hurdle is the first and biggest one that you need to get over, but just not get over, I shouldn't say that, get through, because I still struggle with it every day, right? We're always struggling with it, but you have to have strategies to cope with some of those psychological hurdles. And for me, the best way that I know to, to grapple with this, Michelle, is to just always remember and, and repeat it to myself if I have to that, To create sustainable impact, I have to have a sustainable business. To create sustainable impact, I have to have sustainable business. To make a difference, I have to make a dollar. And by the way, that's true whether you're nonprofit or for-profit. No matter what kind of venture you're running, if you don't have more money coming in than you have going out, (laughs) you're not going to last very long. Okay, so so you have to first come through that psychological hurdle. And then after that, you know, then certainly there's some math involved um, where you're wanting to break down the numbers and, and, and that kind of thing. And that's something I think, you know, we'll address specifically on the Facebook group. But of course, you have to have the, you know, the business plan and that kind of thing. But I just find that that psychological hurdle is the biggest one. That I see social entrepreneurs facing and just keeping your why near and dear to your heart, letting that move up into your head and knowing that, you know, hey, if I can't move through this obstacle, if I can't keep this going, if I can't make this sustainable, I'm not gonna be able to impact all these people, change these lives, that kind of thing. That's really the the way to look at that. And I also think when you have that psychological hurdle, when you've really when you have that tactic to overcome that. You know, a lot flows from that in terms of being able to price profitably because you're very comfortable and co- and that's a key, right? Comfortable, being comfortable and confident in your pricing, and a good way to do that is to be comfortable and confident in your why and the lives you're impacting. Um, so Michelle, I hope that answered your question, but I know you and I'll probably be working together a fair bit. So feel free in the in the Facebook group as well or the Impact Business Bootcamp down the road. Um, Let's unpack that because obviously, you know, there are some things we'd wanna chat through in terms of pricing and that kind of thing. But again, I just find that psychological hurdle is really where it all begins. So that's the one that I would I would start by talking you through. So great, good stuff. Well, that's all the questions we had. So thank you all so much for doing that. Now, the last part, <laughs> as I promised you, what I think will be the most exciting part, so I'm, I'm kind of ashamed to admit I should have you know done this a lot sooner. Um, I've done this podcast now for a number of years. And Ashley Neese, my chief marketeer, has been amazing. She's been with me through the vast majority of that, <laughs> two years at least. Um, she'll tell me exactly, I forget. But she's been with me so long, but this is the first time I'm having her on the podcast. Um, not out of intention. I would have loved to have had her on soon, sooner. Just, you know, this is the way it went. But anyway, Ashley, why don't you unmute yourself? Let's jump on. Ashley. Hey there,
1: tonight. It's great to be with y'all.
0: Yeah, good to to have you. How long, it's been two years you've been with us, right?
1: Uh, A little over two years, yep, closer to
0: three, probably. So yeah,
1: the time flies when you're having fun, right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Well, folks, if you look at anything with graphic design, social media, the Facebook group, um, anything around the Impact Business Bootcamp, you know, designs, communication around here, chances are, about 98.8% that Ashley has been directly involved slash led the charge on it. Um, we owe so much of, of what we've accomplished here to Ashley. She's amazing. Um, she's a social media whiz and a beauti- an amazing graphic designer. She's, you know, designed some beautiful graphical work for us. And so... Ashley, just so stoked to have you on. Like I said, should have made this happen a lot sooner, but (laughs) um, hopefully we'll make it a little more regular thing. Ashley's our chief marketeer around here, by the way. And Ashley, where are you calling in from? You're out in Wichita, right?
1: In uh, Wichita,
0: Wichita, Kansas.
1: Kansas, right right now. Bob stuff, right now. So,
0: cool. I think you might be breaking up just a little bit, Ashley
1: yeah it it sounded like that for a minute there (laughs)
0: okay nope I think I think you're all good now yeah Wichita so I grew up in central Kansas myself and Ashley's from out in west Kansas so we have those uh, that Kansas connection that that we enjoy so so cool cool stuff well Ashley let's why don't you just take a second and just talk about you know I kind (laughs) of teed you up and and all that but why don't you just say a few words about what you do here at social change nation Well, we might be losing Ashley. Let's see here.
1: One of my favorite parts about.
0: Hey Ashley, you're you're breaking up a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and give you just a few more seconds, and maybe if you have a Wi-Fi connection, just go ahead and try and reconnect that. And folks, this is the first time I've done a. I'm basically doing a live show here, <laughs> so you're going to hear everything as it happens. i I'm, I'm not really editing this. I want you to hear a raw show. You know, so, so we're working through some things here. So just be aware of that, but that's what's going on. So Ashley, how you doing there?
1: You hear me loud and clear.
0: I think you're coming in. Ashley.
2: Hello.
0: Okay. I Ash- can hear you. You can hear me. Yeah. You're, you're breaking up a little bit though. Quite quite a bit. I'm, I'm only getting about every second and then it cuts out. all right folks well oh you're muted let's see here well that oh ashley are you back hello hi there try it now ashley i'm
1: unmuted but i'm not sure
0: yeah you're, you're breaking up i think it's something with with the connection there um, that's okay, Ashley. I, I'll I'll take it over. We will we will get you on a on a podcast here. I promise. <laughs> but I'm glad to have you. You say hello and and sorry about that, folks. Like I said, live show. This is the first time we've done a totally live show, and I'm excited for that. I think there's a lot of benefit to that. But. You know some of the tech issues we we just kind of have to roll with them so we'll roll with this one i wanted to have ashley on here to, to introduce herself and to chat about herself Um, so you heard a little bit about that. she's from uh, western kansas i'm a central kansas kid myself and ashley has been with us for over two years so much of what you see at social change nation is her handiwork uh, there's no way we would have what we have here today without uh, what she's done and what she's helped us do. Um, she's so gracious with all the people in our community. Many of you have probably had interactions with her and um, she's just an amazing social media whiz, marketing whiz, all of the above and uh, she really keeps me grounded and keeps things going around here. So. Big part of the reason that I wanted to bring Ashley on, though, was I want to introduce, and this is really the surprise I mentioned and why I wanted you to hang out till the end, (laughs) Um, you know, beyond the the great questions and answers and people we have as guests and that kind of thing. But Ashley and I have have come together to do a really special thing. Now, you've probably heard about the Impact Business Boot Camp that we're running. Now, the Impact Business Bootcamp, if you hadn't heard, basically, I got together with 20 veteran social entrepreneurs uh, from around the world. These are people I've interviewed on my podcast, people I've made strong connections with. They've all been in this business for three years plus, many of them many more years than that. And they're veterans in a variety of industries. I mean, socially conscious fashion, uh, tech, socially conscious consulting. Um, you know, we have the president of Kiva US in there. So just a, a rock solid group of people. And basically what I what I worked with all of them to do is to come in to this virtual accelerator, called the Impact Business Bootcamp. So it's a virtual program where we wanna link up with startup social entrepreneurs, startup impact entrepreneurs from all over the world. We wanna link up, if that's you, we wanna link up with you. And we wanna help you walk through a blueprint to really grow your impact business, to grow your venture that makes a dollar and a difference. So we wanna get you the coaching, the network, and the resources that you need to really grow that. So, so that's what the Impact Business Bootcamp is. So you'll get that mentorship, you'll get a series of video modules, you'll get a private Facebook group with just people in that bootcamp. And then you will get group coaching where I'll work with you directly and a few of your students to workshop through problems you have that are unique to your social venture. Kind of similar to what we did on this podcast today, honestly. So that's what the Impact Business Bootcamp is all about. A lot of you have heard about that. I know, you know we've launched that. We're taking signups until September 12th at noon. September 12th at noon. At that point, I will literally close it out, and we will not have another one of these until 2018. So that's, I mean, that is it. That's the time for this. The reason we're doing that is because we're getting just a group of students in over this week and a half, and then we want everyone to go through this together. Now, it's on demand, so you'll be able to do it on your own time, but we want to move students through at least at, at the same rate, right so we want to get everyone through in about three months through the foundational videos and that kind of thing so all the videos are on demand and stuff like that but we want to start with a group and work them through the whole program you know so they can they can finish and work through this together and hold each other up that's really important to us what that means for you though is you have until September 12th at noon to look at this and decide if that's something for you and so Ashley and I are going to sweeten that a little bit (laughs) and we're going to make a special offer uh, that's just for you tuning into this podcast We're calling it the Founders Package. Now, so it's still a part of the Impact Business Bootcamp, but it's a a special little offer that we're making. And, And Ashley's gonna really come in and help me out with this. Now, as I said, Ashley has done the vast majority of any social media, you know, marketing, graphic design, anything you see with us, she's done it. So if you sign on for this Founders Package, this podcast special, so to speak, first, you're gonna get six months in the Impact Business Bootcamp. If you've looked at it, you've seen that we have some options in terms of packages. You know, the one month at a time, the three month at a time, the six month at a time. You'll save depending on which one you get. Now, for this package, the Founders package, you're going to get six months in the boot camp, access to everything. The videos, the mentorship, the coaching, the private Facebook group for six months. Great. In addition to that, Ashley will be getting directly involved with you and your business, helping give you a 30-minute session on social media. So she'll audit that. She'll consult, that, consult with you on it. She'll make recommendations about how to improve your social media presence. She's going to create three ads for you or three images for Instagram, Facebook, or your profile backgrounds. You know, these things you need to establish your brand. Uh, She'll also help you with a profile redesign. She's done that for me a lot of times um, where she comes in. And you actually just if you're in the Facebook group, you just saw this. I mean, she made our Facebook header. So she's going to help you with some simple graphic logos, you know, profile pictures, background photos, different things you might need for your social media presence or your brand online. Um, This, by the way, could involve a logo for your website, that kind of thing. Now, here's the biggest thing that Ashley's going to help you out with. She's going to help you with a one hour audience engagement session every month for that whole six month package. So you get 15 minutes a week if you wanted it, one hour a month, however you want to do that, where she's literally going to engage with you and coach you one-on-one on how to engage your audience, how to grow your audience, how to build your social media presence, how to build your brand. So you'd get that one-on-one help and those direct results from Ashley, right? So, so with the Founders Package, you're getting that six months in the, in the Impact Business Bootcamp. You're getting all of that that I mentioned from Ashley, where Ashley's really going to come alongside you and help build your business in the same way she's done mine. And then the last thing, that you'll get, is you're going to get one on one coaching with me. Now I want you to get through those foundational videos that are part of the impact business boot camp first, but after which will take you about two months, two to three months, depending on your pace, because again, it's on demand. After you get through that, you and I are going to be able to engage in some one on one coaching. You'll be able to get up to an hour and a half a month with me. So two times a month if you'd like where we'll get some one-on-one coaching and we will workshop the problems that you're facing. It'll just be you and me on the call. We'll directly talk and we'll directly work through these things. So I know that's a lot at you, but the bottom line, we're calling this the Founders Package. It is a special offer on the podcast, on the podcast only just for people tuning in that are seeing this. So there's a limited number of people hearing about it. We also have just a limited number of seats for it. And what you'll ultimately get with the founders package, you're going to get six months in the impact business Bootcamp. you're going to get that whole package with Ashley, where she's going to come alongside you for a number of months to help you build some tangible things for your business, like a logo, like a social media presence, like the, the graphic design elements you need. And the last thing you'll get is that one on one coaching with me. And again, we're calling it the Founders Package. Now, so how do you figure out about that? Well, the best way I think for you to do that is to just uh, in the podcast show notes, if you're listening to this, go to our show notes. You can find them anywhere you're listening. In the show notes, I'm gonna just put a link to the page for this package where I'll just reiterate everything that's listed. And the, the pricing for this is gonna be a little different. We're still giving a deal given everything that we're offering. um, You know, the pricing is gonna be a little different because we're doing more than just that six month month package. Um, I'll lay that all out there. I just wanna have you take a look at that if this sounds like something that would be the right fit for you. You know, if you're really ready to get those social media elements, get that graphic design, you know, build your brand very quickly and have Ashley help you with some tangible things and then have me come in and really workshop some unique challenges you face. That's where the founders package would be the fit for you you know if if you're at some more initial stages then i think that's where just the more traditional impact business boot camp at either the 1 month or the 3 month or the 6 month package will be good for you and again i'll put all of this in the show notes so you can you can take a look at that so all right folks well that is pretty much what i have for you today i i don't know about you but i thought this was really really exciting um again check the show notes if you want to learn more about the people that were on the call and the ventures that they're starting check more in the podcast show notes if you want to learn more about the um, um, the founders package for the impact business bootcamp. We'll have all of that in here for you And again, we're a community of impact entrepreneurs looking to make a dollar and a difference And we're here on this podcast to help you get whatever you need to do that